sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. This week, we're doing our top 10 list for the year and the decade. So basically, it's recommendations on uh, some kind of drug that makes you stronger. What? I don't understand that at all. Well, it's recommendations, as we usually have at the end of the episode, but there's so many of them. So they're on a drug that makes you stronger. Oh, they're on, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, do you want to go first for 2019? I don't, sure. I didn't real like, I just wrote them down. I don't think they're necessarily in a real kind of order, but anyway. I don't think so. I did put them in an order, but like most of my orders, it would change in a day. So yeah, don't pay a lot of attention to that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. What's your number 10? My number 10 is an album. I hope it's from 2019. I just realized I didn't check, but it's from XX called It's Real. Oh, XX. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that's a fun album. We talked about them a little bit on our best music of the first half of 2019 episode. And uh, yeah, I liked it. I don't yeah. have a lot to say about this. That's, yeah. I, no, I'm with you. Uh, all right. Well, I'll go for my number 10 then uh which is uh the divine comedy office politics didn't think their last album was as good as a lot of the other stuff uh but this one i liked a lot huh i like i like this album a lot but i have the opposite thought i thought this album was not as good as their last album oh Oh, wait no you know what i thought their last album was bang goes nighthood no their last album is forgettable yeah because i don't remember it at all yeah it's a one with catherine the great and yeah yeah no, i mean this it was is okay better. but yeah this is good um so office politics obviously always big divine comedy fans they Here, do our theme song our theme song uh without their knowledge so, or recognition yeah um yeah i thought it was a good album um we're gonna breeze through these 2019 ones uh my number nine is a tie uh, more of a tie thematically. I don't know if I'd have them in this place, but two, uh, I guess one's on Amazon, one's on HBO, two comic book shows that were enjoyable. I thought well done. Uh, Watchmen on HBO was was ac- excellent. It was one of the best shows of last year. And The Boys on Amazon Prime, also very good. I have not seen Both. The Boys. It's it's better than I expected because I, I like the book a lot, but it, it's a little bit over the top. And like it. I know the point was to be super violent, but I thought they went a little too far with it. It was still good, but it wasn't my favorite. But the, I, it's one of the rare occasions where I thought the the, the, the adaptation, adaptation was better. Was better than the original. Yeah, it was, it was really well done. Good acting, good writing. It's Seth Rogen's behind it, so surprising. Oh. What? But anyway, uh, well, wasn't Seth Rogen behind Preacher too? Yeah, and yeah, I kind of lost, I lost track on that one. I don't know if that yeah, stayed I... good. I watched the first season, enjoyed it, but it just just kind of went away. It has great great actors in it. But anyway, but yeah, uh, Watchmen and the Boys are really worth watching. Did you watch either of those? Um, well, we'll see when I come to my number nine, which is Watchmen. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Regina King. Can't go wrong with her. 
Yeah, she's great, and oh, everything about it is great. It's it's really well done. I remember I'm, telling this is Viv from... when we were watching. I was like, "Damn, that's Lou Gossett Jr." She was like, "No, it isn't." Yeah, I was like, "It is." And uh, I don't know about you, but I didn't think it should be made. I was vehemently against it, and uh, I was wrong. It's really good. Yeah, well, they... I mean, not not that I don't think adaptations should be made. I just thought, why make a sequel to something that was done so well? And uh, he he did a really good job. I always had problems with the original Watchmen. So, oh, the comic book. Yeah, yeah. this did, did I think fix some of the problems that some people had. I don't know if there are the problems you had. Yeah, I had problems with just with the whole idea of like wiping out so many people as a oh, yes. answer. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think that was like heralded. Do you, do you think in the book it was heralded? It was just like this is. This guy's a sociopath. Right, but then, like, I, I people, everybody's reaction to it was just, like, kind of a shrug. Oh, well, what can we do now? It's done. Like, where I thought they would have killed him or something. But Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. What's your number eight? Fine comedy office politics. Oh. We got, we got second, some ties. Second double in a row. Um, all right. My number eight, I'm jumping all around my list, is... Uh, 63 up part of the up series oh i've lost track of that that's neat it's still going yeah this one i think like there's just too much history now like you hardly get any any real like in-depth conversations with them in the present i mean you get a little but they like have so much you know backstory to do too so Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but it's still like yeah it's still this might be the last one who knows why um uh, people are getting old one one of the people died. Just one. Between, I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, and then another one. Spoiler is uh, is deathly ill. So yeah. I would. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking that there'd be enough alive for seventy that they could do another one. Yeah, I know. I hope so. But also, the director is yeah. older than they are. So yeah, <laughs> yeah of course, because yeah, <laughs> he must be in his eighties, I guess, at least. Yeah, I yeah, I haven't looked it up, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's old. So yeah, that's 63 up. That's neat. Um, we're on number seven, right? Yeah. Uh, Sl- Slitter Kenny, Slitter Kenny, the center will hold. Oh, yeah, we seven. did a whole episode on it, so yep. no need to go more in depth. Um, all right, my number seven is Dolomite is my name. Nice. I need to watch that. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Did we talk about how good his episode of Saturday Night Live was? I forget if we did or not. I, can't I think remember we did. either. Yeah, yeah, we did because I remember talking to you about Gumby. Yeah, and how yeah. ridiculous I found it. It was um, excellent. It was surprisingly good. Like, I don't didn't know that he still had it, and I didn't know the show could still write it for him. But both were true. I, I know. I actually wondered if they like brought in writers or something for that episode because it was it was definitely better than. Well, I don't know. I don't know that they did. I don't know that someone could be as funny as him. I think it might have just been him. Yeah, but they did have some actual good skits too. Did they? I like guess. the the cooking show thing that was weird. yeah that yeah. was good that's true but maybe it was like maybe they brought someone in but also maybe they had their a game it was like eddie murphy is here we can't mess up yeah yeah maybe maybe he took part in like helping out yeah who knows? i wouldn't be surprised I, i'm looking forward to seeing because the, the rumor is i don't know if it's a rumor confirmed that he's supposed to have a stand-up special this year I, i'll probably watch that just to see if he still has it yeah and he does in some ways so all right, what you got uh, for number six? 
Uh, not not novel. A book by what's his name? Woody Allenson, Catch and Kill. Oh yeah, Ronan Farrow. Yep, that's good. I think he recommended that once before. Yeah. Um, yep. I haven't read it yet. It's worth reading. Yeah, I like him. I mean, I'll check it, it out. It's it's like I talked about. It's it's his his writing style is even with a difficult subject is fun. My number six is uh, another album we did on the podcast, Bob Mould, Sunshine Rock. I thought it was a good, probably my favorite of his recent albums. I forgot that was, that was this year, yeah. so obviously it's not on the list. Uh, yeah, but no need to go into any more detail on that. Uh, you're number five. It's a tie, but more a thematic tie. Endgame, which is the end of the MCU, you know... The comic book. Wait, what is that's Avengers? Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah. it's the end of the like their what's it? Oh, series. It's a, so it was it was a, a well done ending to it. And Captain Marvel, which came out a couple months before, which was the first the first female led uh, Marvel movie. Yeah, and not superhero because well, Mar- Marvel but superhero, Marvel movie. Yeah. And it was I thought it was fun, and uh, I don't think movies always do a good job getting set in a previous time period, but I thought they did pretty well with it compared to most movies. And there was some really uh, interesting choices. Like in the end, not to spoil it, but there's like a fight scene that we we learn by this point in the movie that she's super powered, and the way she handles the fight scene is is really well done. Anyway, so that's my number five. Was she in the Avengers Endgame too? Yes, yes. Maybe one day they'll be able to make a good X-Men movie. Yeah. There's, a, uh, there's hope. We'll see. Because they, they own them now, so they have they have a chance. My number five is, uh, I mean, it would be higher except it's a reissue. Um, G stands for Go-Betweens, Volume 2. So it was the, the last three Go-Betweens albums before they broke up in the 80s. And then a bunch of, like live shows, b-sides, rarities, all kinds of demos and stuff. Huge box set with a big book and uh yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, you can't go wrong with the go-betweens. But let me get this straight. If you're making a best of the 2010s of a television show star before te- 2010, it can't be on your list. But every issue where everything was made before the year can be the best of the year. What? Anyway, my number 7 is Mandalorian. Number 4, you mean? Oh, sorry. Four. I'm counting backwards. Uh, oh, yeah. Mandalorian. Uh, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. He's our god. Did you see that somebody wrote a song called I Want to Kick Baby Yoda in the Stomach or some shit like that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> pretty dumb. Why? I don't know. To try to <laughs> cash in. Edgy? Yeah. I'm, oh, no, I'm, I mean, I don't mind someone trying to cash in, but why they want to hurt Baby Yoda? He's done nothing wrong to nobody. I agree. Uh, my number four is a movie, uh, Ash is Purest White, huh. which was, I think I recommended it way back. It was a, it's a Chinese movie. I can't even pronounce the writer-director's name, but uh, yeah, it's really good. It's kind of about like the underworld in China and like this his wife plays the lead and she's really good. She is trying to make her way after breaking up with an underworld boss and blah, blah, blah. It's really good. Ashes, purest white. Huh. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. It sounds neat. I don't know if you did recommend that. 
I believe I it, it was early in the year, but I think I huh. did. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number. What are we? Three. three? Russian Doll Netflix series that uh, I think a lot of people liked, and I did a lot, as you can tell by my rating. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It's not on your list, then. It is not. Don't understand her pronunciation of cockroach. Cockroach. Yeah, who says that? But, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was fine. My number three is Us. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Uh, you're not talking about you and I, right? You're no. talking about the... Okay. I'm talking about the actual movie. I, me and you, that's my number 11. Didn't quite make the list. These go up to 12. Uh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't as good as Get Out, I didn't think, but it was still it was still good. I like that he's doing stuff with horror. From movies. what I can tell, it seems like it's a better horror movie than Get Out, but a worse social commentary. But uh, I haven't seen it, so that's just a guess. Yeah. I mean, the, well, the social commentary is more broad, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not as not as pinpoint, so it doesn't hit quite as hard, I don't think. But yeah, but it seems scarier from the trailers, at least. I thought Get Out was yeah, Get Out was, was uh, frightening, but it wasn't terrifying like the trailer for that was. But I still have to see it, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Get Out was more like it had a lot more comedy in it. This one is does not. So mm-hmm. uh, my number two is tie, and it's not a thematic tie this time. It's just two things I like a lot and I wanted to squeeze into the list Lizzo because I love you and Little Women both great yeah I I thought Little Women was good I didn't think it was great I don't know what really like, didn't hit for me I thought it was really well done and good it was just I think the story is just a little too traditional for for nowadays for my tastes I think yeah. I said I didn't know the story so that yeah I didn't either oh uh, well huh I thought she did a good job of, of kind of mo- modernizing it in some ways, especially with the, the way she played with time and didn't have a straight, straightforward story. Yeah, so, no, anyway, I like it was really well. It was good. Like I said, it just didn't mm-hmm. make my list. Uh, my number two is Knives Out, which you recommended, and then I saw, it. and yeah, that's my I, that was the most fun movie I saw this year. Uh, not much to say about it sure everybody's seen it who's going to see it by now i don't think so i think i don't i think a lot of people haven't seen it yet and they're starting to see it now since it's getting my number one is knives out and because it's starting to get like award nominations and stuff i know a lot of people saw it but i I was surprised by how many people i talked to about and they're like oh i've never heard of that like what so yeah well i mean i guess it wasn't like heavily promoted really yeah Um, i don't think so but now it's getting more ads because it got up for it got nominated for so many things so i think more people will say it yeah and it got it had definitely has good word of mouth i have not talked to one person who didn't like it yeah but that was definitely my i think it's my favorite movie of the year it's close to it if not james bond is really good in it captain america is really good in it mm-hmm. the uh lead actress i don't even remember don't know her name. Her name. she's really good yep there, i don't think there's there's like i mean tony collette is in the movie and she's not the best part of it so you know how good the movie is yeah she's, she's the best part of a movie um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely like an old style whodunit, but better than the old style whodunit. It's like the humor is mm-hmm. of a higher caliber. And they're talking about making it another one with uh, James Bond in it. So that should be fun. As the same character? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. He's, that's a great character. 
Yeah, and that would be interesting if they have him in it in the same kind of ancillary way where he's not really a part of it, but he's a part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that was neat. Um, it's, and it's nice. It'd be nice if it brought like a bunch of people trying to do Who Done It again because those are fun movies. Yeah. Well, and, but I'd, not everybody's Ryan Johnson, so I don't know if they're all going to be good. But yeah, at least well, try. That, that's the thing. They're hard to do. I did. I was reading a friend of mine on Facebook who was saying like that the uh, drug amounts were wrong. Like somebody who was like a doctor or a nurse or something. And he's like, why couldn't they at least get that right? Blah, blah, blah. Took me out of the movie, but you know, whatever. Right. Um, my number one is Lizzo, because I love you. Nice. Yeah. I, I kind of figured those two would be uh, doubles. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that. I'm surprised we both got uh, the Divine Comedy and Watchmen. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it's a, That's fine. It's a yeah. It was a, it was a decent year for stuff. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a good year. I, I, there's movies that I haven't seen yet that are getting good reviews. I'm looking forward to seeing, and like the movie you mentioned, I haven't seen yet. And there's another movie that you recommended this year that was good, that I don't remember the name. Oh shit! But uh, anyway, uh, it might might have been from 2018 or something. But um, they're like uh, I'm starting to feel like I want to see the Tarantino movie because it's gotten reviews that are good from all corners. So it, maybe it's better than the typical Tarantino. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it at some point, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, no, his the... West, his Westerns, I didn't have a lot of interest in, so I haven't gone back to watch them. No, I but... started the hateful eight and it was just like drudgery. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, I didn't, I thought, uh, I thought the Nazi one was stupid. Uh, I like the Nazi one. So, <laughs> and, uh, and the Django Unchained, I thought was, yeah, I didn't see that one either. Just super obvious and kind of yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, not not a bad year. Uh, yeah. Let's see how stuff. the decade was. Yep. We and back. how many doubles we have there? Yeah, I I know we're gonna have some, but we'll be back right after the break. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. So, uh, I, but I do have a lot of ties because, and I also have that, I tried to make them thematic. The ties. Yeah. I mostly did, th- especially for the decade. It was, it's mostly thematic. Just, I just wanted to f- force more things in. It's not so much. I like them equally, but I just wanted to get them in there. Yeah. Um, well, you want to go with oh. your number 10? Sure. Uh, t- number 10 is a tie. It's two TV shows that, one of them I haven't watched the whole thing, but everything I've watched, and you don't have to watch the whole thing, Black Mirror and Westworld. Black Mirror, I've not seen a bad episode of it. I have not seen all the episodes, but every single episode, both on the BBC version and the Netflix version, has been great. It was introduced. I didn't write down the years like you said I should have, 
So, but I imagine it's after. I imagine it follows. No, your it's rule. all. It's yeah, that's 2010s. It's definitely started in the 2010s. Um, 2011 is when it started. So yeah. Uh, and Westworld was good. Westworld. Uh, I oh crap. Person of interest is going to be in this number ten too. The just because the same guy created Westworld, and I think Person of Interest is a more interesting show than Westworld. Westworld is a great show. It's on HBO, so it's prestige, and it gets more time and more people talk about it. Person of Interest was on CBS or something, and they did prestige stuff with a very limited format, and it gets it's underrated for how good it is. And uh, so that that'll also be number ten. But Westworld, Black Mirror, and Person of Interest. Yeah, I totally forgot about uh, Westworld. Although I w- I got super confused in that second season. I couldn't. I like couldn't tell what time period shit was going on in mm-hmm. for a lot of it. But uh, my number ten is previously mentioned get out nice yeah i thought it was definitely one of the best movies of the decade i think i mean to me it kind of like rebooted uh horror movies in a in an interesting way i don't know how much influence it'll actually end up having but uh, hopefully some interest i um, I I think horror movies never went away. What what do you mean by rebooted? Well, I I just mean by making them about something again. Okay. You know, yeah. kind of like The Witch, which was also from the 2010s, did. Um, uh, those those kind of horror movies, I think, coming back into into style is is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that. Rather than just like you know slashers or torture porn. Right. Oh yeah, that's that. I, that's a good point that. I mean, I don't know if any one movie did it, but uh, the amalgamation of movies getting rid of torture porn is all a good thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's my number 10. Uh, number 9 is another tie. It's George Saunders' Lincoln and the Bardo. If you haven't read that, you should read it right away. Have you read haven't that? haven't read it yet. Nope, I've got it. I uh, haven't read it. It's unbelievably good. And Emily St. Saint- John Mandel, Station Eleven, also very, very good. Wait, what is that one? Station Eleven, it's a... It's a novel about like a some kind of like awful CDC event and the reaction to it. Oh, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, you might have recommended that before. I don't remember. It's that. a long time ago. I mean, I think that came out in like 2014, something like that. It's a. I mean, this is the whole 2010s. So yeah, I think... yeah. Um. All right. Well, my uh, my number nine is. I'm wondering if this will be on your list. I'm not sure. It's uh, Broad City. I thought that was definitely one of the best uh, new comedies of the 2010s. I'm surprised it's so low, to be perfectly honest. Well, it was also a shorter run than a lot of my other TV picks, I think. So there was like Mm -hmm. more of the other ones, basically. Um, Now that I think about it, I think I've missed a lot of TV shows but I do have a lot of TV shows in my list. So. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, Broad City definitely deserves to be in the top ten. What's your mm-hmm. number nine? I think I did number nine. I'm on number eight. Number nine. Uh, number oh. ten was Black Mirror Westworld. Number yes. nine was yes, Lincoln right. Park. Number eight is uh, another tie because I did lots of ties. This one, two novels that are kind of not juvenile, but they're not like in depth written. It's like it's not hard to read, basically. Uh, in Ernest Klein, Ready Player One, I first in his series of novels that are basically nostalgia fest, and I think the better of the two, and Andy Weir, The Martian, which is just fun science gobbledygook. 
That's uh, the one that uh, the movie was based on. Right, with Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, the book was a lot better than the movie. Yeah, that's what everybody says, yeah. And uh, I like him, Andy Weir, especially. Ernest Cline kind of seems a little bit annoying in real life, but Andy Weir just seems like a, a cool dude that got lucky with a novel that hit just right. So uh, they're both good. All right. Uh, my number eight is a tie. My first tie. Um, Bob's Burgers and Schitt's Creek. Ah, oh, Schitt's Creek is on your list. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and they're not really thematic, except that they're both comedy TV shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, they both started in the tens and were two of my favorite uh, new shows of the ten. I'm trying to. Say, oh, I do have a. I was going to say I don't know if I have any dramas, but I do. I I have um, have a a bit of a spoiler. Bob's Burgers did not make my list, but it was on the short list. Yeah. Yeah, I. It was the one, and that was one where I was like. I was making my list, and I was like, well, I can't knock one of these off. i got to have right. them both. So I made, And then I remembered, oh, yeah, we can cheat and make ties. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah that's my number eight. Um, wow, I'm su- yeah, I'm surprised Bob's Burgers didn't make yours. Yeah, I didn't. So I was trying to make all the ties thematic, and Bob's... I, it would have fit, but I already have a bunch of comedies, so I... Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's my only animated one, so... I don't have any animated, yeah. but and I and I put some video games in, so and that took up some space, so it kind of pushed out stuff. Oh. Anyway, my number seven is a, tie, a a three-way tie, and it kind of it's thematic. I thought of many deaths of the Fly, fire Thomas Mullins, many deaths of the Firefly Brothers. It's a novel, and I, when I read it, I was surprised that it had any kind of sci-fi aspect because I thought it was just a western. And then Aaron Morgenstern's The Night Circus, I had a similar reaction to that, where I didn't realize it was sci-fi or fantasy or whatever, and it did, and then uh, the Sisters Brothers, which is only related because it's another Western. I read that, and it was basically a Coen Brothers movie, and it, it got made into an actual movie, which I didn't see, but the novel is great. So three great books. Oh, man, I have no books on my list because I'm dumb. Um, all right. my no- Wait, what number are we on? Your number seven. My number seven. Um, all right. I, maybe this should be higher. Um probably should but my number seven is hamilton nice yeah which we both finally saw this year yep uh but had listened to the soundtrack and actually done a podcast episode on it before um way better seeing it live uh but i've talked to people about this because a lot of people don't listen to musicals until they see the musical which i kind of understand but i don't think you need to do it with hamilton because everything on the stage is in is in the soundtrack. Yeah, although so not, it it does clear things up a bit watching it live. I I didn't think it cleared that much up, but it made it more interesting. Really, I had uh, sometimes I didn't know who was speaking. I think oh, when I was listening that's to true. the soundtrack. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, because their voices were very similar. But that's true. It did clear some things up, but it's still it's not like in the Heights is another Lin Manuel Miranda musical, and if you try to listen to that soundtrack. You're listening to interesting songs, but you have no idea what the story the plot. is. Plot, yeah. There's lots of non-singing aspects in the musical, like they're just talking. So that right. doesn't happen in Hamilton. Hamilton, everything except yep. for maybe one scene is is sung. Yeah, yeah. You get the whole story from the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I it definitely is the best one of the best things of the decade. Um, and yeah, and people who complain about it are just being edgy because there's nothing to complain about. Nope, you're idiots. <laughs> Uh, my number six is another tie, a three-way tie, but one of them's kind of 
the same thing. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, Ugh. which you did not like, but it's definitely the best of the 2010s. And Last Jedi Rogue One. Just knew I liked some Star Wars stuff, and that was the two best Star Wars movies from the decade. Wait, so was Rogue One one of the actual movies, Rogue... or was it one of the spinoff ones? It was a spinoff one. That's the one where they take over the Death Star. Oh, it's or like they, earlier. They it's like pre-Star Wars. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, God damn it. So we're up to number, my number six. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number six is also a tie. Mad Max, Fury Road, and John Wick. What two the heck? movies that... What? Those are two movies that were on my list when I put this list together, and I forgot about them when I finally wrote the list down. <laughs> they should be on my list. <laughs> well, I got them for you. Yeah, Those I are mean, great movies, they, yes. They, they both like, should be on the list. Speaking of reboot... Not really rebooting. I don't know the right word, but like action movies. I mean, mm-hmm. and I guess like Fast and the Furious is also one of those, but I haven't seen those really. So uh, I was surprised. I don't know if you heard the episode of how did this get made that talked about the most recent fast and the furious movie. I did. Yeah. They loved it. I mean, they I, actually, I was shocked that they loved it so much. It was almost an ad. I still haven't <laughs> seen it, but yeah, these were both like, yeah, not my, not my usual cinematic uh, cup of tea, and they're both excellent. So yeah, I think John. I think you recommended John Wick to me before I saw it, or maybe we just something. I think yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, you ready for mine number five? Yes. Three way tie. TV shows all funny. Veep, Broad City, Nathan for you. They're all shows from the 2010s. They're all shows that everyone should watch. Well, not everyone is going to like Nathan for you, but they're really funny. Oh yeah, I, I and I totally. I think I had Veep at one point, and I just had too many things, and I I left it off. So I'm glad you put it on. Um. Oh yeah, that's good. My number five is uh, also a tie for movies. Uh, Boyhood and Moonlight, the two my two favorite like serious movies of the 2010s. Still haven't seen Moonlight, but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even bother putting Boyhood on because I was one hundred. I liked it, but I was one hundred percent sure you would have it on your list. Yeah, you should. You got to see Moonlight. I think it's streaming. It's on one of the. Things, yeah, I think it's on Amazon. So yeah, it's um, really excellent. Now, who's the star of that? Is it the of Moonlight? Yeah, there's actually it. It takes place at three different periods of this okay. guy's life, so it's yeah, it's that, different actors. That makes sense. Mahershala was, Ali won the Oscar right. for best supporting, but yeah, thought he was the star, and then I'd see bits and pieces of it, and he wasn't in it. And I was like, "What's going on?" But now I understand it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will see that. All right. So my number four is all music, all music, four-way tie. Sufjan Stevens, Carrie and Lowell, really great album, and it's nice to have Sufjan Stevens on the list. Or how do you say it? Suf- 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 yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. And I mean, I, the more I read about the album, the more I liked it. The, how like I when I first heard it, I thought it was his grandparents, but it ended up being his mother who left his yeah his family. His parents, it's yeah. really a sad story, and it was and he, she had just died. Anyway, it's a really sweet, nice album. Same Vincent Mass Seduction. I can listen to that over and over and over again, and it's always good. Uh, Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer, same. Courtney Burnett. Pick an album. They're all good. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to have some crossover here because my number four is also a tie uh, among albums. I got uh, Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer, uh, Divine Comedy, Bang Goes the Nighthood, which was 
2010, uh, St. Vincent Mass Seduction, and a reissue, the Husker Du Savage Young Du box set, uh, just because I'm such a fan and it was a bunch of stuff I hadn't heard, and they finally got around to reissuing something of theirs. So Yet again, TV shows that were created before 2010 can't be on your list, but reissues can. Yeah, because they're new. They came out in the 2010s. The new episodes of these TV shows, these new episodes uh, of the TV shows came out in the 2010s. I, hey, I told you, you could put on whatever you want, man. <laughs> anyway, that's my number four. That's that's funny that we are, well, you're, you're moving your list around, so it's not like it was going to be there. But still, but we doubled up on uh, St. Vincent and Janelle Monet. Yeah. Were they already going to be on their, on the same tier, though? What do you, yeah, no, I had, the, I had all my albums, that's all my albums of the 2010s, okay. yeah. That's fun. Um, number three is the video game section. It's a tie. Portal 2 came out in 2011. It was already a game that had a good puzzle game. Portal 2 added a nice plot to it that was fun and silly. It had great voice casting with Stephen Merchant and uh, Skoda. I forget Skoda's real name. Uh, but great fun. And then uh, the, the, de- the decades bookended by Red De- Dead Redemption 1, which came out, I think, in 2010, maybe 2011. And then in 2018, uh, 2000, yeah, 18 or 19 was Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 1 was probably one in my top 10 list of all-time all games. Red, Demption, Red Dead Redemption 2 made me buy a PS4, and it lived up to the hype. It was awesome, great story, great gameplay, really, really fun. And that was uh, number three in the decade. I don't even know what kind of games. Is, are they like shooters? What, the Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like Grand Theft Auto on a horse. To put oh, it simply, okay. but the, the the like the dumb humor from Grand Theft Auto is not there. Oh, that's good. It's, it's basically a western, and there's shooting involved, but it's it's not like it's, a total first person shooter. Correct. Yeah, you're okay. watching. Yeah, and the it's really the like the 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 world is is well created. So when you're riding around, it feels like you're really there. So yeah, it's fun. Okay. Uh, my number three is another tie. Um another thematic tie based on the person uh, who was involved in both of them, The Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think we've talked at length about both shows on this podcast over the years. Um, I know it was a hard, it was going to be my number two, but I, when I was rethinking, I was like, you know what? I, I had to put something else at my number two, but really it doesn't matter the order so much. Like Mm -hmm. these are, Awesome shows. So my number two is similar. It's a tie between two universes, the Michael Schur-averse and the Scott Aukerman-averse. With Mike Schur, I'm talking about Parks and Rec, The Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and, well, that's about it. And with Aukerman, I'm basically, I didn't put, I put Between Two Ferns because I know you're going to put a Comedy Bang Bang, but put Comedy Bang Bang in there too. Between Two Ferns was fun. Scott Aukerman co-created that with, I BJ Porter and Zach Galifianakis and it turned into this awesome web series which turned into a really fun movie and then I love Comedy Bang Bang so that's in there thrown in there too so yeah that's my number two the those two people that created so many awesome things oh interesting I'm, I'm gonna be interested to see what your number one is my my number two is uh, Twin Peaks The Return which wow I, I thought was yeah on the best TV of the decade. Um, surprising that it was on Showtime, which usually doesn't make great stuff, but 
Uh, I thought you liked the affair. It's yeah, it's good, but I'm it is yeah no the affair is good, um, but this is like I mean this is more next level good, which you okay, know, you know yeah. it's more art than you mm-hmm. expect from Showtime. So yeah, right. no, that was my number two. Your number one, Hamilton. Ah, it was just so good, and I think. Yeah, I think that unlike other stuff, I could see stuff on my list where people wouldn't like it. But Hamilton, I think everybody would like it, like all ages, all anybody would like this uh, Hamilton, how it was created. It's just it's just really good. Like if if you're super conservative, you like the history aspects of it. It's just it's like all sorts of good. I, I, I can't I can't say enough of how the story, the music, everything about it. I can't wait wait to see what it's like when he makes it into a movie because yeah. he he almost certainly will and it's just it's great yes well i agree i mean it was on my list uh as well you can't i feel like nobody could really leave it off a list of the best things of 2010 yeah 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 Yeah, like we've talked about it's like one of those one of those rare things that's like actually good and popular right yeah like not just popular but beyond popular it's just yeah my number one you probably already guessed um just because I was thinking, and I think it's brought me the most, the most joy, the most sustained amount of joy over the decade is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Um, technically started in 2009, but it was Comedy Death Ray then, so I, I cheated and. It's not cheating since new episodes of Comedy Bang Bang were made throughout the 2010s. That's true. Yeah, and it didn't become Comedy Bang Bang until the 2010s. So. That's unrelated. Um. Or is it? super related um yeah no I, I mean we've we've talked enough but i was i mean every week for a decade just getting new shit and you know it's obviously it's not all genius but it's all it's all fun yeah and it yes. just like brightens up my work day every yes. week. yes it's never not worth listening to it's it's and you saw them live this this time, or they didn't come? They went to Clusterfest. So yeah, they, yeah, I didn't see them because it was a have part you seen of a them live at um, all? Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Okay, the last last tour. I saw them the last tour. I saw. I actually saw them live when it was still Comedy Death Ray way back. So it would have been wow. 2000, 2009. Yeah, on a double bill with uh, Doug Loves Movies. That's oh, that's you went for Doug Loves was. Movies, or it, did you? No, I went for nope. I went for both. I mean, I, you I went, wanted, oh, you knew both by that point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. And sorry, I'm trying to look up something for my uh, for my recommendation. Oh, I, was, I don't do. think I don't think we should do recommendations. This I'm, was an episode full of recommendations. Okay. So if you I'm need a recommendation, listen to the entire recommendation and save your recommendation for next week. No, because I'll forget. Uh, I'll forget uh, by next week. I have to come up with a recommendation. <laughs> um, I'm sure, you can come up with something like worthwhile. Sorry. Yes. There, there it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do one, but let's do. Uh, we had so we did have a lot of crossovers on our. Yeah. On our yeah, lists. We, yeah. It was it was neat that that our well you we both combined a lot of music into one so it makes sense but we both had Mass Seduction Dirty Computer. Yeah. Uh, both had well of course we both had Mike Sure in some format it was Parks and Rec was 2010s wasn't it? 2000. It started in 2009 technically, but. Realistic. Good that's, season didn't start until 2010. Exactly. So. I almost put it on, but I I didn't want to cheat. Yeah, because that first season was like 
<laughs> you don't really need to count. But yeah, I was being strict with my my rules. It definitely would have made my list. Um, it was oh, okay. It was a mid-season re- uh, replacement in April 2009. So really, it was 2009-2010 season that truly started. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, all the Mike Share stuff is great. I, I that show that came out that kind of came and went. I don't know if how much you had in, in to do with like creating that. Oh, the one with uh, Kumar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I don't know, but uh, I am looking forward to seeing what he does does next and if it does have Kristen bell in it that will be great yeah because that was the what she said when she got the phone call at good places this is the last scene she's like i'll only say yes to you being able to cancel if you promise me to put me in your next show as oh good saying well, it but, speaking yeah. of which do you know if they're gonna do another veronica mars uh season i, I thought they were I, I yeah, yeah i hope so i really i mean that was such like a bummer to... that the way oh, that last God. season ended yeah i know well, the Veronica Mars should have also, guys, the Veronica Mars, did that start before 2010? Oh, you know what? That's a good question. Uh, because if not, it should have been on this list. Yes. I. You know what? I totally didn't even think of that. Let's let's look it up because we can both add it to our uh, to our list if it isn't Veronica Mars. Oh, 2004. No, that's oh, way God. back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, All it right. did have some stuff in 2010, but that's stretching my rule. I mean, it had for my rule, it had to be running consistently. Through. Yeah. Yeah. So if sit like if there's an excellent Sim- uh, season, Simpsons, Simpsons season, I would have put it on the list, but there wasn't. No. No, definitely not. Um, so yeah. it would be on my top of all time shows. Even I mean, though I haven't watched it in years. I think the yeah oh yeah same here. I think the only boner you pulled on your list was forgetting. Mad Max Fury Road and John Wick. Yeah, um, that was a pretty big one. I did I, that like when I thought up the list, like I said, I had them like, like okay, I'll put these two one, and then when I started writing them down, I had forgotten that I said I'm gonna put those two because <laughs> that would definitely have been in the top top five probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't maybe I I don't know what I got rid of, but I'm glad I put the video game stuff in because that those games were really fun and it was neat to see that the Red Dead Redemption book ended the decade because that's yeah, a really. It, no, it's good to have those because I, I definitely wouldn't – I'm not enough of a gamer to – like I, I play games and I like games, but I mm-hmm. – yeah, I don't know enough, so I'm glad you had some games in there. And what I – I mean I talked about a little bit, but like you, you asked what it's like. What I like about it is that it's – I love Grand Theft Auto. I love the like the open, open format of the game where they create this world you can explore, but I hate the fact that the sense of humor in the game is – not only not matured with the time, but it's actually gotten more juvenile. Yeah, and, yeah. And less fun. And I don't think it's because I've matured because I look at the like the game from 2001 and it has lots of dirty jokes and that's fine, but it seems like they just go overboard with it. And also, like... That's the effect of Twitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, how about having like a, a female lead character in these games when you have... I, I, you know, it's just stuff like that. So yeah, I, yeah. Even Red Dead Redemption, that was one disappointment because you change characters, and I was like, this character would have been perfect to be a lead character, and she wasn't. I was like, dude, that would have been cool. <laughs> but they, the way they did in Red Dead Redemption, because it's a prequel, was really well done. It was anyway. So yeah, that was fun. This was a fun list to put together. Yeah. Uh, can I also say maybe we'll do a podcast soon? Uh, R.I.P. Neil Pert of Rush. Oh yeah. Was he sickly? Because that was a surprise. He had brain cancer. He, I guess oh, I didn't he know that. had it for like three and a half years. So. Mm-hmm. so he was... Yeah, not a good way to go. But, um, yeah, anyway, do you, I'm going to... Okay, let's just do it. Recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. I have one, um, and you don't have to do it if you don't, but uh, Medical Police on Netflix. Oh, man. <laughs> was that going to be yours? 
No, but that's something I just watched that was really funny, and it's a good recommendation. Yeah, I was cracking up. I I was told Viv, I really like Aaron Hayes. I don't know what it I is. I love Aaron Hayes. I, I, but when I was first started watching the show, I was like, man, I wish it was Aaron Hayes and Rob, Rob Cordry because I like those two best. But then Hubel always wins me over because I just his characters are so like aggravatingly like arrogant. Yes, like on purpose. Like yeah, no, that's his thing. So when I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to watch this, but then I watch it. He does such a good job of making it funny. So yeah, but yeah, that's a really funny show. I, and uh, Rob Corddry was in it briefly. I was, yeah, I thought it yeah. was very funny the way they ended his character's mm-hmm. arc. Um, Wait, did, what do you mean they, they, his, What do you mean they ended his arc? Well, in in this series with him just deciding to stay in in uh, the jail. Oh, oh, I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, I'm shit, sorry. sorry. I thought you saw the whole thing. No, no, I just watched the first episode. I thought the Children's Hospital people just wouldn't show up again. Oh, but yeah. I'll, I'll ah, damn it. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> damn, I thought, sorry. I thought. Uh... No, 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 it's, that's fine. It's it's probably not going to be that much of a spoiler. Yeah, no, but, uh, it's it's just funny. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I you so you watch the whole thing? Yeah, watch it all. Um, How many episodes? This came out on Friday, man. Yeah, it's 10 episodes. Yeah, so not even that. There's like 20-minute episodes. So yeah, I was going to say, they're really <laughs> short, and like they're just so dumb that, like, it's, I mean, it is definitely my kind of, it does go back to kind of airplane, I think, with the just, like, throwing out yep. jokes, and, yeah. you know, not all of them are going to stick, but you just keep throwing them out. Oh, speaking of that, I had my first negative interaction on Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> something stranger but i was just commenting like people just ignore me so it's people ignore me or just agree with me so it's the first time someone agreed disagreed with me but not in like any kind of interesting way like someone said uh maybe because i grew up with with the simpsons and uh 30 rock um a bias but i think these modern day shows where there's all kinds of like sad people just aren't funny to me and i comment on them like First, I just didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, I don't, know well, what, I don't either. I don't know what he was talking. So I was like, my favorite shows running right now are Bob's Burgers, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and The Good Place. And there's oh, his thing was not that they're funny; that there's so many jokes per episode. Like they throw so many jokes out there. And I said, those shows have maybe not as many jokes as classic Simpsons, but definitely as many as Thirty Rock. And then someone who's not the original poster replied and said, "LMFAO, wrong." And that was it. Yeah. So. I really didn't interact with the person. Yeah, this is one reason I don't. I'm not on Twitter, but <laughs> it's like if you had a like if you think Thirty Rock has more jokes to say it, or I think maybe he thinks it's funnier, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Good Place puts a bunch of jokes. Good Place is is like every episode there's puns like all over the place, and the same with uh Bob's Burgers. Like I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the original guy was saying. I thought maybe he was re- referencing girls, but that hasn't been on in a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I never considered that a comedy anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you have a recommendation or do you just want to wrap it up? Uh, I guess I'll do one of my things that didn't make the top 10. I'll, I'll say, oh, wait, did I recommend Dollface yet? No. On who? Oh, yeah. I recommend that. Watch that. Have you watched it? Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that a lot. It's a lot of fun. It finally has Kat Denning where she's not on Two Broke Girls and she gets to be funny and the the uh, supporting cast is really good. So, great show. That's my recommendation. All right. Well, we did it. Uh, so, goodbye 2019 and 2010s. Um, write to us at popculturecontinue at gmail.com. Pat will tell you what else to do.
rate us highly on Facebook. Oh, no, rate us highly on iTunes and write a good review. Uh, like us on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and make it so people don't say bad things. And most importantly, tell your friends to listen. All right. Uh, I guess that'll do it. Yeah, maybe maybe we can talk to Amy, see if she wants to do another Rush episode versus uh, some girly thing. That was fun. Um, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>